0: In this episode, I'm going to talk about all the things that you have to think about and do, um, and planning and planning and more planning to be done when you suspect someone that you love has Alzheimer's. We are bold, strong, courageous, and compassionate. We are warriors, daily sacrificing our lives to care for a loved one. How do we cope with the constant changes, the financial strain, plan for a life when our caregiving duties are over, all while providing the best care possible for our loved one? These are the blaring questions this podcast will explore. My name is Nancy Landa. Welcome to Alzheimer's Caregiver Radio. So now that mom was not really diagnosed but you know we suspected she had alzheimer's Uh, we began searching for the right facility i should make it clear that though she failed the many mental tests the diagnosis was assumed due in large part to her family history however an actual diagnosis was not made at this time we met with an elder attorney that drew up uh, power of attorney documents with daddy naming me as his power of attorney and mom naming my sister for hers the attorney advised us to withdraw and um, close all of mom's bank accounts except for the one she received her Social Security checks in. And mom had been telling my sister and I for years how she had no money and daddy wouldn't give her any um, to even buy groceries. Imagine our surprise if find mom had $20,000 when all her bank accounts were combined. She had finally gotten her first checking account in the mid-1990s and was bouncing checks quite often. She never managed the money in the household, and perhaps it was too late at that point for her to learn. Um, But the meeting with the elder attorney was probably one of the best things that we did um, because that elder attorney, you know, gave us some really great information about what to do and, you know, what to do next. And finding a a facility for mom before the diagnosis was important because that facility... um, wouldn't say no to receiving mom if that diagnosis was not official. So that was really important. And you know how to take over the money situation and and you know who would take care of what and that kind of thing was really important. She also gave us tips on you know people to contact like um, organizations in town for elder care and and some nursing um, contacts. For a home health care nurse. Those kind of things were very important. So, you know, if you find yourself in a situation where you suspect that um, one of your parents has Alzheimer's, you know, go find an elder attorney. They are, um, they're specialized in helping with the elderly and looking out after um, their best interests. Now, my sister was a school teacher and she had already missed you know, like the first week of school. So, she returned home to Connecticut um, about a week later, and I left to return to Charlotte um, just temporarily to pack up my stuff. But during that week before I left, I had elder care come and assess my parents' home. This was something the elder attorney advised us to do, as I said. Now, they installed grab bars in mom's bathroom because daddy's bathroom had just a stand-up shower, and... He wasn't able to stand for a long period of time and there was not enough room to put a shower chair in that particular bathroom. So um, they assessed mom's bathroom, which had a bathtub and said that, you know, grab bars needed to be installed and they would do that free of charge. But mom was not happy about that because that was her bathroom and, you know, (laughs) it, it just she didn't want anybody touching her bathroom. So I went in to check after they finished installing the the grab bars and I found my hairbrush on the counter next to the sink, snapped in half. It was broken completely in half. So I took the hairbrush and I went out to the kitchen where mom was and I showed it to her. I said, you know, what happened to my brush? And she immediately said, I didn't do that. (laughs) Funny thing is, I knew she did. And the way she responded was so um, childlike. So, I had a visiting nurse come um, and talk with us, and she was one who told me that women with Alzheimer's often have urinary tract infections but no longer able to verbalize the problem. Now, mom has had problems with urinary tract infections as long as I can remember. Um, This nurse advised that I have mom checked for that, and so I did. Sure enough, she had one. I learned the signs she might have one are that. They become more combative, they're argumentative, and they have a general change in their attitude. So I hated to leave them for any period of time, but I knew I needed to pack up my home in Charlotte, put my stuff in storage, and return to the Cape to continue this new quest as quickly as possible. So I got to Charlotte, I gave my landlord notice, and began packing my stuff, and got help from some friends in locating a storage facility to hold all my stuff. I worked as quickly as I could, calling my parents each evening to check on how they were doing and then I had a call from my sister before I was even finished with all the packing. Daddy would had a stroke and was in the hospital and mom had taken a cab home from the hospital that evening and didn't have her key to the house. So the cab driver broke a window in the window pane um, in the side door of the garage so she could get inside My sister had to take time off from work again to find a place quickly for mom as she couldn't be left alone. Um, And she stayed with mom while searching for a place. I finished packing up and arrived back on the Cape with my stuff in storage and my car loaded with stuff I anticipated I might need. Karen located an assisted facility, um, living facility on the Cape and made arrangements to move mom there shortly um, after I arrived. Now Karen sold mom in the moved by saying it would be fun like having our own apartment and uh, we bought a few items that we thought might make it look more like home for mom. So while mom was at the hospital visiting with daddy Karen and I moved mom's things into her new home and daddy would be moved to rehab for a couple of weeks and then he would join mom at the assisted living facility. Things can sure seem like they're going according to plan until they're not and if I could have gotten to the Capes, gotten back to Charlotte sooner and, and got my stuff packed up, maybe I could have been there when Daddy had his stroke and Mom would have had to break the garage door um, window pane. But things just become very unpredictable um, when you're dealing with elderly parents and you just never know. One little thing can just set off a domino effect of other things that need to be done. Hey, thanks so much for listening to today's podcast. I put together an Alzheimer's Caregiver Survival Pack. It's a collection of books to help you take care of yourself so you can be at your best for your loved one. And the best part is it's absolutely free. You can pick up your Alzheimer's Caregiver Survival Pack at alzheimerscaregiverradio.com. For more information about anything on today's show, head on over to my blog at alzheimerscaregiverradio.com slash blog. You'll find all the information mentioned on today's podcast, including links for easy navigation.